This is the Fantasy Road Show. What's going on? Welcome into another episode of the Fantasy Road Show. We are your host. My name is Calls. Nope. <laughs> my, my name is Truck. His name is Calls. You can find me at Fantasy underscore Trucker on Twitter. You can find him at Calls underscore Sports. Follow the show at Fantasy Road Show. Check out the Substack, the Fantasy Road Show and it honors me to say for the first time, this episode is brought to you by Rule One Proteins. It is our new sponsor. Make sure you put in Roadies 40 at checkout to get 40% off Rule One Proteins. Let's go. Calls, how you doing, buddy? Good. How are you doing? I'm doing great. I am out in Cincinnati. I'm in the natty all week. And uh, Calls, I got a surprise for you. Oh shit! He got that skyline, dog. Got a little skyline, skyline. Oh, it is, uh, it shit. is, it's skyline. Oh, time. so um, originally, Coles and I, if you've been following the show for a very, very, oh very God. long time, Coles and I were in Cincinnati and we went and tried skyline chili, and um, needless to say, it was one of the worst things I've ever eaten. The, the chili dog, it's like a, they're a Coney dog special. Awful. Terrible. I thought it was horrendous. It's hard to uh, impress a Chicago guy with the hot dog. So, um, However, when I, co- when I told Coles that I was back in Cincinnati, he told me, he's like, dude, you got to go get Skyline one more time. You got to like give it one more chance. I can't believe you did it. <clears throat> this is the spaghetti. It's called the, it's called the three-way, the regular three-way or the three-way special. I don't know. It's just... A spaghetti noodles with chili and cheese. It's not. It's just. It's the three way. Yeah, it's the three way, and I'm gonna try it right now. And this is my first time trying it live Let's on the go. pod. Uh, I'm a little, little nervous here. I can't believe you did it. Just as I was suspecting, it's, it's not. Sorry. It's not. Hor- no, it's not horrible. So like the chili is not good. It's the cheese that makes it good. It's noodles and cheese. You can't go wrong with noodles and cheese with a little bit of chili in there. Now I did get the kids portion because this is really small and I don't want to eat a giant portion of this, but not bad. Better than the hot dog for sure, I will say. But uh yeah, not bad. Wow, I can't believe you won. I genuinely thought you would never go again. <laughs> uh you know what? It it took a lot for me to do that because uh Skyline was not good the first time I tried it, but I felt like I needed to give it a better a better chance. So I just it. wanted to start just wanted to start the pot <laughs> off with that. Um, but uh, I'm glad you guys are joining us. Thank you for listening. Thank, Thank you. you for watching. Uh, we appreciate you guys. We are live on YouTube right now at youtube.com slash sports ethos. Uh, pod version will come out later on. And uh, we're here talking fantasy hitchhikers week six calls. Um, I know last week the waiver the waiver wire was kind of dry last week, yeah. and I'm and I'm afraid it's it's fairly dry again this week. However, there are some standouts that we need to talk about. Well, and, uh, the other week when it was dry, uh, was when, <clears throat> was with McLaughlin was on the waiver wire, and he seems yeah. to be a legitimate piece. Yeah, I'm I'm excited to see what's going to happen this week. I know Javante <clears throat> Williams is trending to play this week. Um, so we'll see. I'm sure McLaughlin, I, to, in my opinion, he's played well enough to earn somewhat of a role in this offense and he seems like a firecracker. So yeah, um, we'll see how that plays out. From my understanding, they 
or I didn't really watch him specifically. I should probably go back and see some highlights, but supposedly he looked really good and is going to have a, a kind of a role. He looks different, more explosive, better runner. So we'll see. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I do want to start off the episodes uh, with kind of an injury update. I know midweek, uh, what's going on with the injuries, because that has a lot to do with the waivers. Um, obviously, there's some really big ones. Justin Jefferson, he's on IR. He's going to be out for at least four weeks dealing with a hamstring injury. And that's going to bring us to one of our main priorities, one of our top pickups. Uh, and I'm sure you'll hear this everywhere. But, uh, I mean, K.J. Osborne is stepping into a role with, uh, with Jordan Addison, probably going to be the main beneficiary. But last week we saw K.J. Osborne get, like, almost, what, nine targets? Like, he's going to be heavily utilized in this offense. And they're playing the Chicago Bears this week. So, um, Coles, what? how do you think about K.J. Osborne this week as a waiver wire pickup? I'm not really crazy about him, to be honest. Um, I just don't think he's that good. I mean, you yeah. saw, like, Kirk Cousins threw him a touchdown pass, and he just, like, wasn't ready for it. So, I just don't really think he's a good wide receiver. Like, I think what we've seen him be, almost like Van Jefferson, like – what we've seen him be, that's what he is. And then if you ask him to do more, he's just not good enough to do more. So, yeah, um, I, that's what I think about him. I, I mean, he can run deep routes and catch balls in stride, but he's not going to be able. He's not your guy that runs perfect routes, routes, or you know has that feel for the field where he can get open and Kirk will trust he'll be there. Like he's just not that good. Yeah. Um, yeah, so I mean, this week it, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out without Justin Jefferson. What, yeah, what, oh, there's targets there for Jefferson, but for him, it's just capped out. Like, even yeah. last week, if he, I'm, I was trying to find him, if he did, if he did have, let's see if I can find him, if he did have nine targets, here we go. He had nine targets, yeah, five catches, 49 yards. Like, for, to yeah. me, he's not like a 10-catch, 100-yard receiver. He's just not. Um, you know, first two games of the season, six targets, three catches, uh, 31, 34 yards. I just don't think he's – like, the reason why Jefferson gets so many catches is because he's just – He's that and, good. Yeah, separation. He feels when the ball is near him. Like, Osborne doesn't have any of that. So, you know, I think yeah. Ad Addison will be the one to have huge games. Osborne will get an uptick in his production just because you're missing 12-plus catches, 150 yards, and a touchdown. But yeah. I, I just – he's not – I don't – you know, I don't just don't think he's good enough. Yeah, but fair enough. I, I would still pick him up if you – it's going to be a legitimate flex option this week against the bears light. Most likely next week against 49ers. Like I'm probably not starting them then. Yeah. At green Bay, maybe at Falcons, maybe. So, I mean, yeah, he's um to me, he's, he's got a high floor, low ceiling. And uh, if you need nine points, you know, um, not a bad option. So, uh, but yeah, if you have the room for him, go ahead. But realistically, you know, we'll see uh, TJ Hawkinson and Jordan Addison benefit from this. Um, another injury, Khalil Herbert. 
uh, dealing with an ankle injury. He's going to be sidelined for a couple weeks. Uh, they're expecting probably like a week nine return, possibly. Um, and I know a lot of people are targeting Roshan Johnson and uh, Deontay Foreman. Um, now, I, I just saw something come through that uh, the Bears signed um, Darrington Evans from the Miami Dolphins practice squad uh, as a running back. So to me, I, I'm thinking that Roshan Johnson hasn't progressed or isn't progressing with this uh, concussion protocol. And yeah. uh, I'm a little nervous about him playing. So I don't know if I would be picking him up this week in, in waivers. Um, you know, I just until we hear more information about him progressing. I mean, definitely pick him up. He's Herbert's going to be gone for three weeks. Um, when's the Bears by? Uh, I'm not sure. But yeah, I mean, Deontay Foreman should be the big guy for this week. Yeah, but uh, Roshan, let's see, Minnesota, Las Vegas, Chargers, New Orleans, that's a tough matchup, Carolina. So, you know, if he's gone for – if Herbert's out for three weeks, which it will probably be more than that, honestly, he has Vikings, Raiders, Chargers. Like, that role is – those are three cupcake running defenses – um, <clears throat> I mean, yeah, I, I don't know that that says that does to me, that doesn't for sure say he's not going to, he's, he's not progressing and he's not going to play for me. That says like maybe Khalil, Lil Herbert is going to be out a little bit longer. Like I could okay. see him being out for, you know, four like four weeks, four to six weeks. Um, yeah. so I don't know. I, I think it's, I would pick him up a hundred percent. Like he would okay. be my probably my number one pickup of the week. I know. Well, each week we've been doing this. I feel like Roshan Johnson is just every week. Is he still on, on there? Like um, he is rostered in only fifty-one percent of leagues on sleeper, and um, where is he at? Thirty-one percent on ESPN. So he's he's out there. Well, go grab him. Yeah. Like we're just gonna keep reiterating that every week, but hopefully this is the week that that changes. Well, if he's, um, play, if he's playing, he's gonna be. I mean, the lead back in that backfield. So, yeah, which I've been Mikey I've been praying for this track. entire season. Yeah, I've yeah. been. I can't <clears throat> wait to see this happen. So, um, now Devon A Chain, Devon A Chan, whatever, uh, dealing with a knee injury. Um, calls. What's the status update on him? Uh, I know you were looking into this uh, more than I was this today. Fucking sucks. Um, <laughs> we have a chan and he's uh, unfortunately um, going to be sidelined a couple weeks. He's uh, not on the IR right now, and hopefully he doesn't go on the IR, but a couple weeks there. And, yeah, in order for him to be on the IR, he wouldn't come back till week 11 because he's got to sit four games and they have a bye. So, yeah, I, I don't – I just don't I don't think it was that bad of an injury. So I don't think it's gonna be, you know, him missing the next six weeks. So um I think it'll be like two week two games. Yeah. Um well that brings me to the next waiver wire pickup to talk about is Jeff Wilson. Rostered in only twenty two percent of leagues and sleeper uh on ESPN. He is at twenty nine percent. So He's out there in most leagues, Jeff Wilson. Um, how do you like him? Uh, you know, for to fill in for Devon. 
Frank the Dank, what's going on? Welcome to the stream. Appreciate it. Um, should I trade Lamb for DK? Now, I, I will preface this. We'll, we'll go and answer this question, Fletcher. Thank you for your question. Uh, thank you for chiming in. But um, I, I'm, I'm, the, I'm over DK. Yeah, I am as well. Yes. I was just going to say um, all questions will be answered at the end of the episode. Um, we're going to try to stay on topic and get through this waiver system and then um, ask away and, and we'll answer them all in a segment. Can uh, you uh, episode. can you type that out while I talk about who are we talking about? Um, Jeff Wilson. Jeff Wilson. <clears throat> um, so from what I understand, he should be practicing tomorrow. Um, so it'll be interesting to hear how that goes. I don't know that he's going to like step in next week and have a huge role. I think it's going to mostly be Mostert. And then I don't know what the status I imagine Ahmed is uh, healthy. So I would imagine it's more those two. Get Jeff, get Jeff Wilson some healthy reps in, in, in practice this week and a little bit, um, you know, get him some game time. But you don't want to, like, throw a fantasy-worthy load at him and then, um, you know, see if he can handle it. So I think it'll be kind of like, like a Jonathan Taylor type thing. Yeah. Because <clears throat> he hasn't played football in a while, you know. Um, mm-hmm. So – yeah, I wouldn't like pick him up expecting him to have a great first game or maybe even two, and then maybe A chain comes back. He's the one that worries me. Like, will he come back? Will he just get a big role before A chain comes back? That's what I'm worried about. So I don't know that I would pick him up thinking like he's going to be this stud running back that I can start as much yeah. as I'm picking him up letting him sit on my bench and seeing what his role is in this offense, which I imagine is going to be like primarily third and short, short yardage and goal line. Um, yeah. Just because he's bigger than the other two more durable. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> um, all right. One that was injured. <clears throat> yeah. How about that? Huh? Um, but Anthony, yeah, I mean, those are three guys that get injured. So yes, having a piece of a high-scoring offense that um, you know has injury-prone running backs, you're going to want even if you get a few weeks out of a guy and as, as a starter, you know, as you've seen, they've been putting up 20-point games like it's nothing. So yeah, uh, I'm ready for our best ball shares to start paying off for us. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right, Anthony Richardson dealing with a shoulder injury. Uh, he's seeking a second opinion. The shoulder injury could sideline him for like three to four weeks. We don't really know. We we yeah, need more clear. Mm-hmm. We need more clarity. But um, for everybody that's in a super flex league, if Gardner Minshew is out there, definitely grab him if you're needing um, some improvements at quarterback. Uh, I think he plays pretty well. I, I don't know about his uh, what it, what his schedule is coming up the next couple of weeks, but I would imagine um, I'd feel comfortable starting him against uh, decent matchups. I don't know. How do you yeah. feel about Gardner? The Minshew mania. Um, well, I think just the first starters, I think that um, here he is. For starters, I think that Anthony Richardson is going to be gone for over a month. Yeah. So uh, they have at Jacksonville home against the Browns home against the Saints and then at Carolina, at uh, New England. Yeah, and they're on, they're on a, a week eleven bye, and then week twelve they're in 
So I honestly think he'll be back maybe on week 12 um, after okay. their bye. After their bye. Yeah. <clears throat> if, his, if he's healthy. But, yeah, I mean, at Jacksonville, that shouldn't be tough. But then you get the Browns and New Orleans. Those are two Ouch. really good defenses. Yeah. Uh, luckily, you're at home. But, um, yeah, I don't know. That'll be – yeah, that's, that's fair. A test for this team. They could easily go zero and three, and then they're out of the playoff picture. Um, so we'll see what happens. They need a. I, I I would. I would think they go one and two. <clears throat> yeah, I think so. I think it'll be really hard for them to beat Cleveland and the Saints. You know that defense has been playing really well. So Cleveland's noteworthy. I don't know what the fuck is going on with Deshaun Watson. Um, he um he is he didn't practice. Again today. Well, well, like, that doesn't make <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what's going on there. Um, let's it's see. not just for, like an injury in my mind. Um, I had some analysis here on him. Um, yeah, he, they say he's day to day. Did not practice on Monday. Um, yeah, the Browns are we're on a bye after yeah week five. So I. I don't know. Uh, I, I don't know what's going on there, but it doesn't look good. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. Um, all right, James Conner. James Conner got injured this last week, knee injury. He's on the IR as well, uh, out four to five weeks. And uh, a hot name is uh, – let me see if I uh, – Amari DiMercato. Amari DiMercato. Roster in only 2% of leagues. He's out there basically everywhere. Do you have any interest in picking up a Cardinals running back that isn't James Conner? Yeah, I, so I don't even know who – I don't. I really don't know who this guy is. I just had to look him up. Um, yeah. And apparently he's 24 and played at TCU. So, I mean, if I don't know who someone is, that's an issue <laughs> typically. Yeah. Um, yeah. So if I don't know someone – I typically don't go there um just because i mean i i watch a lot of college football and football in general um, yeah I just know who's being drafted so i'm assuming he's an undrafted 24 year old rookie out of tcu so that kind of explains things yes. uh, i mean kendra miller was there last year they had another running back who was not named omari de mccardo so he must have been third string running back for tcu last year but uh, yeah <clears throat> Anyways, scored a so touchdown that, last week in the absence. Like, yeah, um, people are going to be people are going to be looking for information on whether or not they should pick him up. You know. Yeah. I, again, I'm just telling you my thought process. Like, I could swing and miss on, on him, and he could be good. But I'm typically not picking someone up if I don't know who he is. It's not a good sign. And then I know who, like Keontae Ingram, who's backed up James Conner for the last two years my understanding he'll be back next week so um yeah if you need a one week rental for someone who's going to have opportunity um go ahead and get amari but i wouldn't expect him to be out be on the field i mean they play the rams next week yeah and then it's at seattle baltimore yeah cleveland atlanta so those are a tough four game stretch. Uh, I imagine that Connor will be gone for the next four games. And then uh, when the Cardinals are one in seven, yeah, one in eight, 
then it's going to be like, all right, are we bringing back Kyler and James Conner to a team that's one and eight? Probably have traded Hollywood Brown by that point. Um, so I don't know. I, I just. Yeah, that's fair. <clears throat> also, should I sell high on Tony Pollard? Oh, wait, I forgot we're doing this at the end. <laughs> I saw some videos saying he was a good buy low, but do you think I should trade him? I wouldn't trade Tony Pollard. I think Tony Pollard's going to have an outstanding rest of his year. I think he's a top five for sure running back. I was right literally now. just going to say that. Yeah, top five running back rest of the season. Yeah, maybe top three even. <clears throat> Possibility. Um, thank you, Fletcher. <clears throat> um, all right, so. Fletcher uh, Cox, do you play for the Eagles? If so, can you come on the podcast? <laughs> Please. Oh, that's funny. You're funny. Um, all right, where was I at here? Um, Tank Dell is in the concussion protocol. Uh, Tank Dell, he's they're going to see how he progresses throughout the week. There's a chance he doesn't play. Um, the other run, the other wide receiver that really hasn't been talked about on that Bobby team, Woods. Bobby Woods. Yeah. Robert Woods, man. Um, do you, do you think there's any value there if tank Dell doesn't play? I mean, this is another one that's like, I just don't, I, I just don't have, if I have room for Bobby Woods on my team, then I am struggling. And fortunately, I'm not in that <laughs> position at all. Um, okay. Yes, that's right. That's fair. So, um, nine I, targets. I, I say no. What do you? Nine think, targets right? last week. Three receptions for thirty yards. Yeah, like that's not good. No, no, it's not good. But you know who has been good is C.J. Stroud. So, Stroud. Um, thought it would be interesting to bring up. Uh, I know people are going to be considering picking him up in the absence of Tank Dell. Well, good luck. <laughs> you're going to need it. Um, uh, injury concern here calls. And I thought you might in uh, be interested in this. Uh, Dalton Kincaid is in the concussion protocol and Dawson Knox is dealing yeah, with a wrist. injury. Missed. So yeah. there's a chance. There's a chance calls. Dawson Knox doesn't play. And Dalton Kincaid does play. Just, I mean, hopefully he, his breakout comes soon. Yeah, I know that that hard. doesn't have that doesn't have much to do with waivers. I just I I saw that and I was like, oh, Coles is, would be very very happy if that was the case. What if it was like Pollard for AJ Brown and David Montgomery? Then I say you totally do that. But that's such an aggressive trade. <clears throat> yeah, AJ Brown and David Montgomery. I would take them over Tony Pollard. Yeah, I mean you'd be dominating. I think, but. Yeah, I like David Montgomery for the rest of the season. But you never Brown. answered, are you on the Eagles, Fletcher <laughs> Cox? <laughs> are you that guy? Um, um, all right, go ahead. Nothing. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm waiting for Dalton Kincaid to break out. Yeah. Um, so I think that's all the notable uh, injuries that uh, have been going on. So we'll keep we'll keep an ear to that and uh, find out more information as the week progresses. Stay tuned. Uh, make sure you follow us on Twitter. Uh, we'll tweet out some updates. Um, all right. So make sure you go on rule1proteins.com and check out the website. Promo code RODES40. Yes, absolutely. Um, 
there's a couple other running backs uh, that need to be talked about, uh, I think. Um, Justice Hill is rostered in 33% of leagues. Kendra Miller is rostered in 20% of leagues. Tyje Spears rostered in 36% of leagues. And that pretty much does it. I know uh, Jaleel McLaughlin, I know we mentioned him earlier. If he's still available on your waiver wire, uh, take a chance. And if you have the room to, to stash him to see uh, what that role develops into. But um, Kendra Miller, Justice Hill, and Tyje Spears calls. Uh, what do you think about those three? He's trying to find the... Um, injury thing that I sent you earlier. Kendry Miller, who? Kendry Miller, Ty J Spears, and Kendry Miller, Justice Hill. Uh, probably Ty J, Justice, and then Kendra. Um, Ty J Spears got in the end zone last week, correct? Uh, yes, he did. So that was pretty big. I, I just I didn't see much of that game. I was driving back. I was in the car, but um, to my understanding, like he just can kind of looks good, and they trust him with the ball. So he has a pretty good role. Uh, I know Justice Hill scored, also fumbled. So the Ravens situation is just in the same place as it was last week, which sucks. Cause it's just feel like it's going to be like that all season long. Yeah. He did. Um, Justice Hill caught four of his targets four four receptions, 13 yards, seven carries, 32 yards and a touchdown. So, um, you saw a bump in production just from the receptions and a touchdown, but uh, yeah, like probably that's PPR, you get three, four catches. That's where his value is, but he never turns them into anything. So it's not like, I mean, none of these Ty J Spears is the highest upside. Kendra Miller's upside is all based on an injury to Kamara, but like Ty J has an actual role and he's talented. Whereas Justice Hill has a role, but he's not talented. Yeah. Uh, Kendra Miller last week, 12 carries, 32, 37 yards, four receptions on four targets for 53 yards. Kendra Miller. Yep. And I think, I think that, uh, I like what he's doing, but Jamal Williams will be back in a couple weeks and Kendra will not be relevant. Yep. All right. Um, Let's see what else we got here. Uh, Those are all the running backs uh, that we're talking about here. Uh, Roshan Johnson. Let's just real quick, because I'm going to recap the running backs that we talked about and you let me know where you're kind of uh, most, uh, you know, interested in. Roshan. Um, (laughs) Okay, out of everybody that we just talked about, it's Roshan Johnson. Make sure you pick him up. Yep. Um, all right, moving on. But we didn't talk like Deontay Foreman, did we? Um, we mentioned Deontay Foreman. Uh, I did mention that this week he should be the, the lead back this week in uh, against Minnesota in Chicago. And I think there's going to be value there. So if you need a spot start for this week, if you're hurting on bye week and uh, – you don't it could be like a ton time. of value too. Like we saw yeah. what happened last year when he stepped in for CMC. Um, you just never know. Like he could just absolutely go off. He's got that ability. Will he? Yeah. I, I don't know, but um, yeah, I agree. Okay. <clears throat> that being um, said, like Roshan, there's a chance that he still plays. And if he does, then 
Foreman's upside is completely capped, or it's at least touchdown dependent. Whereas, like yeah. Roshan, uh, without Roshan, you can see him get like 15, 20 carries. And on top of that, too, if Roshan comes back, not this week, but the week after, plays really, really well for a couple weeks, and then uh, Lil Herbert comes in, Roshan's role just expanded because of that production, I think. So there's a chance sure. that you could pick up Roshan this week and have a viable starter for the rest of the season. 100%. Um, all this right. Is about- opportunity, at least. Yes, opportunity, 100%. Um, some wide receivers that we need to talk about Josh Downs, Josh Downs, uh, for the Indianapolis Colts. Um, he's been playing pretty well and with Minshew mania coming into, coming into the play. Um, how do you feel about Josh Downs, uh, moving forward? I honestly love him. Um, he looks really good out there. Yeah. I've always kind of loved him. I just didn't love Anthony Richardson as his quarterback. Um, yeah. So I think that passing attack should take a bump up. Uh, and he's a, he's great. Like he has great skills. So um, as like a side piece to Mr. Michael Pittman Jr., it's two great receivers. So um, that offense could be in a good spot, I think. Well, yeah, I mean, you got a great combo with Jonathan Taylor and Zach Moss, and then you got – Pittman and Downs, uh, you know, we'll see how they perform. But Downs last week, six receptions on six targets for 97 yards. His best day so far in the NFL. Yep. So uh, I like Josh Downs. Uh, he, he'd he be a, a waiver target for me. Yeah. Um, he's rostered in 26% of leagues. So the majority of you guys out there listening, he's probably available. Yeah, go get him. He's a stud. Um, now, someone also to mention, I know we've talked about him previously. Josh Palmer is still only rostered in 61% of leagues. Just double-check if he's out there. Grab him. He should not be on your waiver wire. Um, Curtis Samuel, somebody that uh, caused uh, Coles to have a uh, a very fun Thursday. Curtis Samuel's rostered. I want to say, say about uh, Palmer real quick. Sorry to cut you okay. off. No, go ahead. I, was just, um, I thought it was notable to mention. It's 61% seems low to me. Yeah, so um, he, uh, I'm interested to see in that. Um, I'm interested to see in that wide receiver room that if this bye week um, gave the Chargers the time they needed to get Quentin Johnston like coached up to get more of a role. Um, yeah. So that's something worth keeping an eye on. Uh, you know, Palmer, they do trust him. He's, was basically the main receiver last year for, or they tried to make him the main receiver for a good part. So, yeah, you know, they, they trust he can, he knows the the playbook and that he just like can hold his own. So, I wonder if now that you had a full week to prep QJ, if that role, uh, if he gets a bump in his target share and his, you know, snap count. So, yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see how this, I'm excited to see how this next week plays out. Uh, Quentin Johnston rostered in 54% of leagues, so half the leagues out there, he's probably available. Um, but those numbers should be bumped up. I mean, it's a Chargers wide receiver. You want to own yeah, that. Curtis Samuel. Yeah, how do you I feel like, about Curtis Samuel? I mean, it's just like one of those things where he's – the Redskins love him. Um, the Redskins are using a lot of receivers. So in order for him to have relevance, it's going to be like – 
a very high scoring game for the commanders. And I just don't know that that's going to be coming around too often. So yeah, eight, eight targets week four, seven targets last week, had yeah, six I mean, receptions and seven receptions and yeah, caught his first touchdown last week. Yeah. So let's look at the commander schedule. That's the issue is that you have to at, play Cowboys yeah. and so at Atlanta Falcons and then at Giants Eagles, Patriots, Seahawks, Giants. So that's a pretty good schedule coming up. It's not bad. Um, but I don't know. I there's so many mouths to feed there that you should you would probably be in a pretty like bad spot if you're starting them just because you got Dotson, McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Logan Thomas, Dynami Brown. Uh, yeah, and they gave someone else some targets last yeah. week. Pr- Pringle, maybe. Like, yeah, he spreads just... he spreads the ball around in that offense. So. Yeah, and then you have Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson. I think Antonio Gibson had like seventy plus receiving yards as well. So it's just <laughs> yes, yes, zero carries. Antonio Gibson up. is being used as a wide receiver. <laughs> zero carries left. Yeah, like we were high, we were super high on Dotson preseason. Yeah, um, that and that's because that's because we. You know, didn't think Curtis Samuel and Dynami Brown were going to be such big parts of the offense for good reason. But that's just how this offense is built. And Curtis Samuel has been someone that they have loved for so long. Um, I mean, he was like going to be their guy for a while. But yeah, I remember when he yeah, that was that was all the hype. Not too got injured ago. and like he was always so good. That's probably why they liked him. They yeah. saw like some really good plays out of him, but. You know, injuries will do that to a team. Okay. Um, someone that's uh, – we can move on here. Uh, someone that is rostered in uh, less than 50% of leagues, Zay Jones is rostered in 43%. How do you feel about Zay Jones? Um, Did he just get hurt? Um, I'd have to double-check on that. I know he got hurt at some point. I didn't know what his – like, let's see. Uh, yeah, he's uh, questionable. Uh, yeah, he came out of last game. Uh, I didn't know, you know, what was going, what was moving forward. I, I don't really like Zay um, anymore. I mean, I never really did, to be honest. But um, Kirk's the guy, like we thought. Just yeah, he's, he's only Zay Jones has only played three games. Has a touchdown in two of them. So, but uh, yeah, I agree with you. I, I think Ridley. Uh, had a bounce back game last week and Christian Kirk is still a beast and uh and the tight end is a monster too. So a lot of mouths to feed, Evan, very similar Ingram. story. Huh? Evan Ingram. Evan, yeah, Evan Ingram. Brenton <laughs> Strange. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right, moving on. Uh Jaden Reed is still rostered in thirty nine percent. Do you have any interest in Jaden Reed? I'm losing interest in him as I watch this uh Packers offense week in and week out. Yeah, I agree. Um, I still like him more than Zay Jones, but probably Curtis Samuel. But the Packers offense has been brutal since, I want to say since Aaron Jones Jones has been gone. That's not really fair to say, but he opens up that offense so much that his absence has kind of hurt. 100%. Um, all right, the next wide receiver I want to talk about is someone we've talked about for multiple weeks now. And I can't believe he's only rostered in 53% of leagues, Josh Reynolds. 
for the Detroit Lions. Uh, he continues to have great games, especially when Amon Ra is not playing. Um, how do you like uh, Josh Reynolds moving forward? I thought he was on every team already. What? So you're <laughs> <laughs> he's only rostered in fifty four percent of sleeper leagues. He and uh, let's see where is he at on ESPN? Twenty four percent on ESPN. Yeah, I mean he's someone that Goff trusts. So. Yeah, touchdown last week on five targets, four receptions, 76 yards. Yeah. Yeah, he's a flex play for me moving forward. Mm-hmm. Yep. All right. Um, let's see who's next. Who do we want to talk about here? How about Rashi Rice? Uh, calls I know on Sunday uh, during the start sit. Uh, you were nice enough to uh, chime in on the comment section, and you said one of the better stashes this week was Rashi Rice. Yeah, I like feel Rashi. about Yeah, did you? Were you uh, interested in what you saw this past week? I think you caught a touchdown, right? Yeah, I mean it's been a lot of what we've seen. It's like five targets, four catches, thirty-three yards, and a touchdown. So yeah, um, that's his third game this season with you know over ten points. Um. He's got two touchdowns week one and five. I just think like he's as this offense is starting to figure it itself out, he's going to be one of the more trusted pieces. So that's what he, what you're currently looking at a touchdown dependent start. But uh, as he learns the offense and, you know, as this chiefs team continues to get better, he could easily be like a, a league winner to be honest yeah yeah i agree with you uh i i would imagine uh the as the weeks progress you're, you're gonna see more and more rushy rice so yeah um definitely a pickup and stash for me right now i don't know if i would start him but as you see his role increase don't be afraid to flex him yeah i mean like i'm looking at that week 10 buy and he i could see him hitting the ground running for the last three weeks of this of the fantasy season and then you know, Mahomes will want him to be like ready to just take off heading into the playoffs so that he can be, you know, a really trusted piece of that offense in the playoffs. That's just how the evolution of their offense and what he needs to see out of certain pieces going into the playoffs if he wants to be in the Super Bowl. Yeah, definitely. <clears throat> um, all right. I think that about covers our wide receivers. Just to, to recap, uh, Josh Downs, Josh Palmer, AJ, Josh Downs, Josh Palmer, um, Josh Downs, Josh Palmer, uh, KJ Osborne, uh, Quentin Johnston, Josh Reynolds, uh, Rasheed Rice. Uh, who do you have at the top of that list? It really just depends on what you need. Um, like, I personally don't need someone like Josh Reynolds, um, who's upside is capped but he's a good start right now he could be a good like depth piece if you don't have much um so it really depends on what you're looking for um if you need a depth piece that you can you know trust starting the next couple weeks while you have receivers on by then grab him but if you're willing to wait on a qj or a rashi or uh i mean i probably go uh, Reynolds and Downs, 
in the needing depth now that I can start, and then I would go QJ Rashi for high upside, like potential uh, potential flyers. Yeah. And the way that my teams are mostly built is that's what I would benefit from. So I already have both of those guys on my on my benches. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I needed, if I think it's our, we have a league that we have Garrett Wilson and Jamar Chase both on buys um, this week. So, you know, a Josh Reynolds or a Downs would be a perfect guy for that team if we needed to start someone this week. Yeah. But that being said, I think we have, I would have to look, but I think we have, uh, you know, a Zay Flowers, or we already have pieces on that team that, but anyways. Yeah. Well, this that, that's a good uh, segue to a point I wanted to make. Uh, week seven this year, week seven by, is uh, it's pretty insane, and and you're probably going to be feeling the wrath of that on your teams. So get your depth pieces in line now, um, yeah, because uh, the week after week seven, yeah. Can you who's who's all on a bye week seven? It's insane. Yeah. So we have Wilson, Chase. It looks like Dallas also is. Um, now with a chain out, we're going to need a flex. So yeah, we wouldn't. We could benefit from someone like that. Um, to stash for week seven. Let's see who's available. Uh, Elijah Moore, KJ Osborne, Curtis Samuel. I don't see Josh Downs. It's a keeper league, so that's probably why. Yeah. But um who who else? Josh Reynolds, he's no way he's available. So yeah, I mean, this would be a team where we could probably look for like who can we look who can we start week seven? KJ Osborne is a perfect um perfect guy who has a higher ceiling. Curtis Samuel, maybe, depending on their well, also with KJ with KJ yeah, Osborne, we can giant. we have a week to kind of monitor that situation too. See how well he how um, how often he's used in that offense next, this this week coming up to make yeah. us uh, have a little bit more confidence in week seven. But uh, yeah, I mean we can we'll work this out later. <clears throat> um, moving on to tight ends, there's a couple of tight ends we need to bring up. One of them being Logan Thomas for the Commanders. Coles, I know uh, you love, love Logan, Logan Thomas, Thomas, don't you? Yeah, yes, yes, you do. Beast. Yeah, he's a beast. <clears throat> he had an insane stat line. Do you, do you remember what it was last week? Um, I'm pulling it up. What the fuck? Oh, no. You okay? Yeah. Why don't we I'm trying to find our waiver position in this league? Um, what which league are you looking at? Waiver order, there it is. So yeah, we're number two in that. Like we're not gonna burn a waiver on KJ, are we? No, no, I don't want to burn a waiver on KJ. Oh, me neither. Um, yeah, last week Logan Thomas, eleven targets. Nine receptions, 77 yards, and a touchdown. Love it. Um, 
if any of the BML league is listening, we're, don't <laughs> listen to what we're saying. I uh, I don't think I don't think even think they listen. But yeah, no, maybe yeah, Nick does. Um, maybe Brick is out there listening. He's somewhere. the war, he's a waiver one, so I'll text him tonight and tell him we're grabbing KJ. So. <laughs> um, um, all right. Yeah, well, I love Logan. I think he's someone that I'm going to be looking for on those teams that I have Kincaid, where I can't really just sit around and wait for him to perform anymore. Yeah. Um, I mean, he hasn't necessarily killed me at all, um, but he certainly hasn't been producing in what we thought he would be at this point. Will he work up to that? Yes, I think so, and I hope sooner than later. But um, he, Logan Thomas is someone who's – he's awesome. Like, Yeah. No, he's uh, definitely someone that I'd be looking at um, <clears throat> if I needed tight end help. Uh, someone else too, Janu Smith. Uh, I know he is the tight end two uh, next to Kyle Pitts on this Atlanta offense, but Jonu Smith has quietly been pretty consistent uh, these last three weeks, and he's someone I'd be interested in. I mean, there's a chance that people dropped Kyle Pitts. He could be on your waiver wire. <laughs> I'm sure people got fed up and tired with him, but uh, he had a decent week as well. Um, I think that was with uh, – Desmond Ritter thrown for over 300 yards last week, which was an, an, an interesting to see. First time he's he put up 303. Yeah. Yeah, very, very interesting. Um, so those are the only two tight ends, in my opinion, that are worth a pickup uh, if you absolutely need them. Logan Thomas and Jonu Smith, both rostered in right around 20, 25% of leagues. So he's they're out there. Um, let's bring up some uh, streaming quarterbacks. Uh, if you have a quarterback on bye this week, who's on a? Do you have it up? Uh, who's who's on the bye with this week? What teams? Uh, I'd be interested to find out. Cleveland. Nope, that was last week. Um, the Packers Green Bay and, the and Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we go. Same time, Jinx. Um, so Pat, Pittsburgh and uh, the Packers, Jordan Love and Kenny Pickett, probably aren't your uh, starting quarterbacks in a one quarterback league, but in a super flex league. Uh, but I don't know. I was going to bring up quarterback streamers, but there's really no point with uh, those guys. Well, uh, Richardson being out, there's other quarterbacks that aren't playing. I like Matthew Stafford this week against Arizona. Uh, the Cardinals rank 29th against quarterbacks, and Matthew Stafford's available. Uh, he's, I think he's only rostered in like 30% of leagues. Stafford, we've been talking about week in and week out on this system, on this uh, segment. So, uh, And then also someone we just brought up, Desmond Ritter. Uh, finally had a really good game last week. He's playing Washington, and uh, Washington ranks 30th among quarterbacks. So uh, those two quarterbacks I would I would take a chance on. How do you feel about yeah. that, Bills? Yeah, I. Uh, the one thing that we brought up about Stafford constantly was like he's scoring very consistently in average, but his yardage is there. It's just his passing touchdowns aren't there. All those were going to Kyron Williams, but yeah, as Cup gets back and Puka becomes that two option, like he's going to start throwing, trusting that he can throw the ball in the end zone more. And yeah. we already saw that last week. I think he had two, his first game with 
two touchdowns. Um, so, you know, that's just going to increase and the touchdowns are going to follow, which will inevitably shoot them up in the quarterback rankings. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and then a streaming defense for all you people out there that have uh, defense in your leagues. Uh, I hate those leagues, but streaming defense. Uh, one I want to bring up is the Raiders uh, taking on the Patriots. Patriots are trash. Mac Jones throws picks every single game. Um, likely to get some points there by the Raiders going against the Patriots. I like them this week. Um, other than that, Vikings against Chicago. Uh, I know Chicago's been putting up points. Uh, the Falcons against the Washington uh, Commanders. Those three, are, I think, are, no- are notable and are hardly rostered in any leagues. Got anything to add there, Coles? I'm just looking up my normal sources to see what they say. Okay. Normal sources. Let's go. I like to outsource my defenses. It's fair. No, no problem there. I like to outsource as much as I can if it's trusted so that I don't beat myself up. Because I'll do that. <laughs> you take it I'll personally when you make the wrong decision? Yeah, and then I get depressed and never stop thinking about it for weeks. <laughs> and lose hours of sleep over it. Oh, stop. You'll be all right. Um Chiefs. Chiefs should be available, right? Uh, yes, Chiefs are available. Who do they play this week? They're at home against Denver. Ooh. Okay. 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 Um. So yeah, I mean, the teams that I've been riding as of recently is like Chiefs, Saints, Lions, um, even the Falcons. I would take a look at with the Commanders coming into town. Yeah. Um I think the Falcons they don't do much on defense. <laughs> like they all they did was help all they did was hold the Texans to 19 points or 18 points whatever it was. Yeah. They didn't they didn't get any sacks or Well, they're they're or, a good <laughs> NFL they're a good NFL defense, but they're just not a good fantasy defense. Yeah, yeah. but like Howell turns the ball over so like yeah, that is someone that. I would look at. The Saints have been great. They're at Houston. Um, Lions are playing the Bucks. I, I think you're going to continue to see the Bucks like struggle against good teams because they're not one of them. Yeah. Um, so I would look at the Lions if they're there. Um, yeah, I don't know. That's yeah, you usually don't have to go much lower than that. Jaguars no. play the Colts. Um, with Minshew Mania. Looking for revenge after. Or no, they won actually week one, right? Uh, they did, yes. One by 10, like 37, 27. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So that about covers it for the waivers. Uh, I'll, I'm going to ask you a couple drop questions. Yep. Are you willing to drop these guys? Uh, they are rostered in more than 50% of leagues. So the majority of people have them rostered, and I feel like they're worth a conversation. Dalvin Cook, rostered in 71% of leagues. What are we doing with Dalvin Cook? You could probably find someone better than him. So you're you're willing to drop him? Yeah, you could probably find someone better. Okay. Um, How about Tyler Algier, rostered in 60% of leagues? Uh. I don't really pay attention to him because I 
has he hasn't done much <laughs> since week one. He's he uh, seventeen carries last week, which is interesting, but only amounted to forty yards. Scored six points on seventeen touches. Yeah, I just like if he's not if he's on the field, I typically turn the channel or my attention goes somewhere else. <laughs> so yeah. now, if you do have Bijan, uh, I guess you know he's an important cuff because if anything were to happen to Bijan, Algier would be pretty valuable. So that's the only yeah, reason I could see rostering him. That's what I was gonna say. <clears throat> Fair enough. Um, Samaje P. Ryan is rostered in fifty eight percent of leagues. Um, we've now seen a couple of games or just this past game without. Javante Williams, and it didn't amount to much. Six carries, 22 yards. He did, however, see five targets, four receptions for 73 yards. Samaj P. Run, are you holding him? Are you dropping him? What are you doing? Um, I would hang tight. Hang tight? Unless, yeah, it just all depends who you're going to pick up. But, yeah, I mean, I, I, I think until Javante is, like, healthy and trusted, P. Ryan's going to keep having a role. Um, he hasn't done too much with it this year, but um, I don't know. I, I, that five for that five targets and seventy-four yards receiving is why I've had him on teams, and he's still on my benches. Yeah, I feel that. Um, and then a couple other ones, uh, Gus Edwards. Uh, I why even roster him anymore? He did have. Uh, 15 carries in week four, 12 carries in week five, both for fifth or 48 yards, uh, not being involved in the passing game. Um, I would be dropping him if he is on my roster. No reason to roster him. And then Antonio Gibson, too. Antonio Gibson, I mean, he did see six targets last week, four receptions, 64 yards, zero carries, not really running the ball. I mean, you basically, you drop, you're dropping him, right? He should be on the waiver wire. Gibson? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he's an injury he's injury dependent at this point. Yeah. Unless they're trying to build off of his receiving last week. I mean, he's like still could be an effective piece of that offense. It's just they haven't they're force feeding Brian Robinson. So I, I really thought Eric Bianami was gonna figure out a way to utilize him a little bit more. So I'm still holding out hope that that happens, but I'll be watching that from the waiver wire. And I, I don't think I'd be picking him up. I'd be dropping him if I have him. Um, all right. I think that about does it uh, for wide receivers. There's really not much to talk. Uh, Odell Beckham, you can drop him. Um, let's see who else. Um, Brandon Cooks. I mean, I, do you see anything getting better for Brandon Cooks and the adult in the Dallas Cowboys? Nope. Yeah. Drop him if you have him. Um, Jackson Smith and Jigba. I know people drafted him because he was a hot rookie. What are we doing with him? 2.8 in week one, 5.9 week two, 1.5 week three, two points in week four. He's coming off of a bye week. They're facing at Cincinnati. I mean, is he even worth a roster spot at this point? I didn't even, I never really can. I never really considered him besides in keeper leagues. So I, if it's not a keeper league, then you could probably find someone better, but like Josh Downs, if he's out there, but if it's a, so I don't know. I, I, I'm still hopeful. Like he's extremely talented and I'm still hopeful that he has 
shows a lot like promise at some point this year, but yeah, I'd be willing to drop him. I, I, to me, it, yeah, I mean, not, right now, yeah, I've, I only have them in two leagues and they're both keeper, or really um, only one. Yeah, the other one's a guillotine league, which doesn't really count. Um, now, how about Tutu Atwell? I know everyone picked him up uh, earlier in the season. He was playing really well. Now Cooper Cup is back, and it seems like the Cooper and Puka show. Um, do you think Tutu, he did catch a touchdown last touchdown. week, but uh, he had five targets, two receptions for nine yards. Uh, do you think he's worth a roster spot still? Are you holding out to see how his role develops? Um, I don't know. I mean... Like he's gonna be a boom bust type player. So yeah, if you have a to me, if you have a deep bench, I'd hold on to him to see what happens. But um, I'd be willing to drop him for uh, one of those players we talked about earlier uh, for pick him up. He's just like a way better version of what Van Jefferson used to be in the offense, which was he would catch deep balls at times whenever Stafford needed to stretch the field to let Cooper in and uh and puka eat in the middle of the field then he'll keep him honest with tutu and tutu is a way better quicker bigger playmaker than jefferson that's why they moved him today you know yeah uh sky moore is still rostered in 50 percent of leagues how do you feel about van jefferson being the same value as clay you, you would bring this up. Clay yes. Cool. So, so what Mike is referring to, Van Jefferson just got traded <clears throat> today uh, from the Rams to the Falcons, and it was traded for a pick swap. Was it the same rounds as the Bears? Six did? and seven. Six yep. and seven. So the pick swap was six and seven. It's the same value that um, Chase Claypool it was just price tagged with after the Bears spent a thirty-second um, overall pick on him uh, just a year ago, and I it makes me sick. It makes me sick as a Bears fan. Terrible decision, and it turned out horrible. But you win some, you lose some, and you got to move on. And I'm just glad that Claypool's out of the building. And I thought Van Jefferson uh, was good in, in his limited role last year, and I had hopes for him this year, but that didn't pan out. So um, kind of irrelevant now on the – He got cocked by Puka. <laughs> yeah, Puka came in and was showed him who's boss. He cocked him. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, Coles, you got anything else? I feel like we covered uh, the majority of the wire. Oh, I do have something really? else. Yes. What do you got? What I do, do have you something got? else. This is this is something that is very important too. Okay. Let's hear it. So I I'm officially I am officially um, ready to admit that I was wrong about Brock Purdy. Um, Brock Purdy is an awesome quarterback. Let's go. Brock Purdy basically pitched a perfect game against what was thought of as the best defense in the NFL. He made them look horrible. He looked outstanding. He th- was making throws and putting them right on the money. Like his accuracy is insane. Um, so what Brock Purdy is, is he is a outstanding system quarterback. He has an incredible work ethic. He has incredible leadership skills. He makes incredible decisions. Um, So he is a perfect quarterback for an offense that 
He just needs to get ball the ball to skill players and make plays and make the right decisions. And that's what he is. So um, Brock Purdy is an elite quarterback in the NFL. I can't, um, I can't believe what I'm hearing. I can't yeah, believe what I I'm mean, hearing. I was curious, Coles, because so, I know in previous weeks, as we saw Brock Purdy play well, you know, there was always a caveat to uh, your analysis on him. And I, you know, I, I, I don't have much to say there because, uh, you know, there were times where I agree with you in, in your analysis on, on the caveats and stuff. But from what we saw this past week in Dallas, it, it just, it, he was, he's magic on the field. The guy's really, yeah. really good. And, yeah. Uh, so yeah, I'm glad, so, I'm glad to hear this from you. So like, basically like how I heard it was that he has, had that level and that work ethic and that focus of being a quarterback and that commitment to being a quarterback at every single level. And his skill, his pure skill has never wowed you. But when you've been around him and noticed his professionalism and his work ethic, you know, people, that's what people buy into, which is extremely, it's extremely, it's it's extremely admirable because anyone that's that focused and committed to something and just i mean he he's doing everything right like you know tim yeah. tebow like how focused he was in college what made him amazing was those same type of qualities um so that's what brock purdy is and he's you know i'm 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 ready to admit i i don't want to die with that take like i'm ready like i see it <laughs> he's pr- he's proven me wrong I, I don't think I've been like <clears throat> rooting against him or like, you know, I just, that's what I truly thought. And, <clears throat> and I, I also am happy to getting choked up. over <laughs> No, I, no, I'm happy to kind of like, I, what I think is relatively early in his career, jump on his bandwagon. Um, you know, I'm, I was wrong about him. I want to, <clears throat> I want to apologize to my friend, Dylan Eagle. He's an Iowa State Cyclone. He's told me <laughs> since day one that Brock Purdy is the real deal. And I just always like shook my head and was like, no, he's just not. Um, there was, for, was all the, for all the roadies out there that were paying attention to this show early on, there are some interesting conversations that Coles and I had about the whole Brock Purdy thing. And uh, this is this is growth. This is growth right here. So, uh, yeah, so I, I love Dylan, it. <clears throat> Dylan and to all you Iowa State Cyclones. I apologize for not believing in your guy. Um, I am on the Brock Purdy bandwagon. I want to see the 49ers win the Super Bowl this year. Uh, if it's not the Buffalo Bills, I will be cheering for the 49ers. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm going to go ahead and say that I think the 49ers, I I might put money on them winning the Super Bowl. Like they, That's how dominant they look right now. They're outstanding. Literally. And the, the full package. So uh, I can't wait to see. Uh, they have Cleveland this week, right? So talk about At last Cleveland. week. Yeah, talk about last week, Brock Purdy uh, facing his toughest matchup yet with the Cowboys, seeing how he did. Now he even has a tougher matchup because I, as of the last couple of weeks, the the Browns defense has been playing better than the Cowboys defense. So I can't wait to see how this looks uh, at Cleveland with uh, Miles Garrett in his grill. But. I mean, yeah. from what we've seen, Purdy's going to overcome it, you know? 
tune into Friday's episode and you'll find out. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Thank you for paying attention. <clears throat> Make sure you follow us on Twitter at fantasy underscore trucker at Coles underscore sports. Follow the show at fantasy roadshow. Check out the Substack, the fantasy roadshow.substack.com. We go live every episode on YouTube at youtube.com slash sports ethos. We have a wonderful episode coming up uh, soon in a couple days with Shane O'Mac, uh, our weekly red light, green light. Our love hate starts sit best. Um, it, it's something I'm we're we've been doing very well at and uh, very excited about it. Uh, stay tuned for that. And then we do have a Thursday night live show coming up. Uh, and who's playing on Thursday? It's a little teaser. Is it uh, the Broncos and the Chiefs? Chiefs. Yep. Yeah. So um, I don't know. You might. You guys might want to hang out with us because uh, that might get ugly quick. So. Um, yep. We'll be live going over uh, week six matchups and uh, talking through the game, having some fun. Um, and again, this episode is brought to you by Rule One Proteins. If you're looking for new supplements, some new protein shakes, make sure you go to ruleoneproteins.com and enter in code ROADIES40. Uh, Pre-workout, to- creatine, uh, plant-based proteins. They have uh, this fruits and greens mix that I probably should have reviewed right now. Um, it sounds like PD's getting a phone call. I'm, I'm in my hotel. My fuck. <clears throat> um, we'll buckle up then. Hello. Wonderful. Thank you so much. All right. Bye-bye. <laughs> hot, hot tub. Uh, no, no hot tub, sadly. We, we turned uh, the hot tub on for you, Mr. Peterson. Oh, that would have been phenomenal. I'd be running out of this room right now. I can't, I wish I had, dude, there's not even complimentary breakfast. Okay. I want to, I want to rant real quick. Okay. I, I stay in a lot of hotels. I love hotels. I enjoy them. Um, they're nice and clean. It's, you know, it's relaxing. First of all, the, the hot tub, I love a hot tub and you can hardly find them these days, but to not have complimentary breakfast not only is this hotel that I'm staying in right now not have complimentary breakfast, the hotel I stayed in on Monday night didn't have a complimentary breakfast. Like, what do we – and today they had it spread out as if it was a complimentary breakfast. It looked like one. I go to walk up to grab a banana. She goes, oh, no, you have to – do you want to look at the menu? Like, why would I look at the menu? Grabbing a banana. She goes, oh, this isn't free. I just kind of laughed. I was like, all right, have a good day. This is ridiculous. So I just, just wanted to rant. <clears throat> yeah i don't know all you hotels out there um i, I hate you though. yeah so all right um <laughs> all right let's not get political calls but that's um great. we we appreciate you listening watching nobody likes attention. joe biden so that's all right political. we appreciate you listening <laughs> watching and paying attention uh tune in the rest of the week to the fantasy road show uh for more uh joe biden talk <laughs> I mean, it's just true. (laughs) Buckle up. All right. All right. Yeah. Buckle up, everybody. You know what to do.